there. Welcome to Love and Sheila, the podcast. Thank you for joining me today. We have uh, so many things to talk about. First of all, I want to thank you all for the tremendous support that I have received from our viewers and our listeners. It has been overwhelming. The kindness, um, the text that I've received just saying, hey, Sheila, it seems that we're in the same place. Thank you for being honest. Thank you for being vulnerable. It is very much an encouragement to my soul. It encourages me to continue on, whether we have one viewer or one million viewers. I'm happy to be able to sit here today and share with you, um, you know, the process of, of uh, that I'm on, that I hope all of us are on, and just continuing to love ourselves and do what's best for us and um, be happy and find joy in our daily lives and not be moved by outside factors, you know, but really feel, be in tune with what's inside of us, you know, what is driving us. And that's, that's where Love and Sheila, the podcast, that's our, our, our space. And that's what we're focused on. Um, I have to remind you that we do have our uh, promo going on. Uh, if you go to Long Wolf Bodywear, you can get your Loving Me tank. Let's see, I have one here. Your Loving Me tank or your Loving Me t-shirt. And I'm offering them to all of my um, my Loving Shoes of the Podcast followers for $10. So you just go in there, longwolfbodywear.com, and you put in the um, promo code either podcast or Love and Sheila. And if you use either of those, you will get the shirt for $10 because I want us to not only um, love ourselves, but you know, have gentle reminders to continue on a daily basis on that journey to love ourselves more. And so this is just an, another tool just to remind you of our mantra, okay? Because, um, you know, we can't fully love ourselves until, pardon me, we can't fully love others we can't be our best self until we actually love ourselves and we learn to commune with ourselves and be with ourselves and be happy in that space. And, um, you know, I was talking to a friend this week and we were talking about just that. And, um, you know, we, I love my husband. I love my family. I love, you know, I love my son. I love all of these people and these different things in my life. However, before I can truly love anyone, I have to love myself and it starts there. So I just like when you're on the airplane and they're saying in the case, in the case of a, a problem, you know, put on your um, oxygen mask first before you help others, little children. Well, likewise in loving ourselves before we love anyone else, you know, it's kind of like that. We have to put on our oxygen mask first. So we have to love ourselves and then we can begin to love others more fully and more completely. And that's something that, um, that I've learned, you know, in my many years. And um, even, even to the point where in, in our third episode, my team did not tell me, and this truly bothered me, my team did not tell me that I had lipstick on my teeth for pretty much all the episode. And so you, I really struggled with, uh, should I release it? Or should I cut it? Because it, it, every time I watch it, all I see, you know, was the lipstick on my teeth. 
And I guess this is a, a, a growing process for me because oftentimes, you know, even, even looking in the mirror, um, you know, I'll say, oh goodness, your hair is not right. It's so much thinner than it used to be. And, you know, oh God, is that a gray? Is that a wrinkle? Whatever the case may be. So I look in the mirror and I see these things and that's what I focus on, you know, but that's not really what the world sees. It's just me who sees all the flaws. Uh, and so, and trying to be even more transparent. Yeah, I made a mistake. We had a big, uh, as I would call it, production error. But at the same time, I felt like the, the information was important and it would be difficult to recreate. So I was like, let's just run it, you know, with, with your host with lipstick on her teeth and um, hopefully this time we won't have those same issues um you know but i want to be deeper and i want to be more vulnerable and you have definitely seen me in my vulnerable state for sure um in our previous episodes we talked about you know just uh our intro just telling you where we are um how i adapted the mantra love and sheila maybe 24 years ago, something like that. And you know, how my life evolved and I had um, being married, having children, uh, raising a child. Well, I didn't have children, I had a child. <laughs> and maybe one day I'll talk about, you know, actually losing children. You know, I had a couple miscarriages along the way. That's why I only have one child. And um, you know, having children, uh, raising them, raising him, co-parenting, uh, so forth. So that's how my life, um, that's how my life has evolved while at the same time maintaining a career and, you know, trying to be successful and do everything I can in that arena as well. And so all those, all those things kind of like pulled at me and yeah, I was focused on, yeah, I was focused on being a wife. I was focused on being a mommy. I was focused on advocating for my child within the um, school system. I was focused on my job and making sure that I was making my business plans and so forth and helping my husband or supporting my husband and growing his business. And, and somewhere along the way, just like it really became um, mechanical, you know, it was, it was not, it was not necessary. It was, I was doing the things that were in my heart, but my heart, somehow was detached, if that makes any sense, you know, because I, I feel like I was doing things that I was expected to do and things that I wanted to do, but I don't think my motivation was from my desire. I think it was more out of expectation. And so it eventually led me into some therapy, actually. You know, I think I've done therapy for most of my life, you know, intermittently. And I went to therapy and the first thing in the thing I remember the most from our initial meeting was um, we talked about boundaries and it was clear to me that my boundaries had not been established nor did I even know I'll say this like I didn't even know what my what they were I didn't know I mean just like, just like on the She Will podcast, we talked about dating and I never really had any specific questions or things I was looking to find out, you know, before I entered into dating someone. I was just like, am I, I guess, am I attracted to them or whatever? I didn't ask any probing questions or any insightful questions. And maybe because I was young and now I'm a little 
older and so now I can be more introspective about about life in general so um, anyway I found out that I didn't have any boundaries didn't know uh, exactly what they were um, I just kind of lived my life and yeah that's it I just kind of lived my life and didn't, there was no specific um, guidelines for it. it was just like okay this feels good I think okay this doesn't feel good uh, okay maybe how do I massage that to make it feel good again so anyway determined that my boundaries were very um, loose they were not clearly defined and I couldn't clearly define them for others because they weren't clearly defined for me and part of this journey has been to try to establish some boundaries and I found that it was difficult it has been difficult because people have dealt with you a certain way for so long that when you start to adjust and change you know pivot a little and you start um, trying to set some boundaries everyone's not going along with them like you would hope um, that's that was my experience and I think the first one I, I tried was with with my you know and I shared some things with him and I recall vividly that he informed me that he wasn't going to change and that puts you in a quandary because you're like okay my boundary is the things that I'll accept and won't accept. And I'm sharing with you something that concerns me. And I don't recall exactly what it was um, at the time, but I'm sharing with you something that I feel is not good for me, that I cannot handle, that I don't want in my life. And your response was, I'm not going to change. Now, I can even understand someone who uh, you share your boundary with and, 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 and they don't know how they feel about it. And they just process it, maybe. But to really say, I'm not going to change, is like a real crossroad. Because at that point, you have to determine, well, how am I going to deal with you? If, if what you're doing hurts me and you're not willing to change or see that, you think I need to change, you know, adjust myself to where I guess it's okay. How does one deal with that? And that has been, you know, in several, you know, of my relationships, that has been um, a concern, absolutely a concern. And so the other day I was um, on my way for a hike and uh, I listened to Joel Osteen you know, when I'm in the car. And on this particular day, he had a guest. He, well, he was talking to someone, and his name was Dr. Henry Cloud. And it really just grabbed me. I was like, oh my God, this is just for me. And I guess he was promoting his latest book, which is Trust. And, um, but when I went to his site, there was, um, and the site is boundaries.me, okay? And certainly, um, that applies to me because boundaries, you know, something I'm working on. And um, it was just phenomenal. So I took the, um, I took the assessment, I joined, I took the assessment and then um, they gave you a learning path. So, you know, I'm thinking, okay, I'll do the 14 day free trial and I will, you know, abandon. So initially in true Sheila fashion, I was like, let's just see how much I can get done uh, you know, and this is 14 days and then I'll let it go. 
And then very, uh, maybe a day or two into it, I realized, wait a minute, this might just be worth it. You know, it's $9 a month, um, but I think it's worth it. I mean, that's nothing. And so I think it's worth it to continue. So the first um, learning uh, session they gave me was uh, protecting yourself from toxic people. And I won't, you know, I have trouble with the word toxic. You know, because there's some people who like love people I love, and I don't want to say, oh, they're toxic or whatever. But um, you know, I guess in being transparent and vulnerable, it's possible that they are toxic. It's possible that I'm toxic in in certain situations and in certain relationships. And so the first uh, learning session I've been doing, I've I've done. I've, I actually just finished it today. Was protecting yourself from toxic people. And um, the most intriguing, okay, so it gives you like the, uh, the laws of um, boundaries, I believe, 10 laws of boundaries. And the reason it got me hooked, you know, the reason I said, oh, I'm not gonna stop after the 14 day trial is because, um, because the first one was the law of sowing and reaping. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I know about that. You know, you reap what you sow. And, and you know, so if I sow good things, I'm going to reap, you know, great things. And uh, so that, that, that's how I look at it. But when I read the law of, of sowing and reaping, when it applied in the um, protecting yourself from toxic people, what they said is when Another person sows and you're reaping, you know, bad based on what they've sown. Meaning typically a person, if you do, you know, if they're doing bad things or say they're doing something bad and, and they get caught and they go to jail, they, they are reaping the consequences of their actions. But in this situation, like um, maybe they, get, they don't get caught, but you are, uh, you know, an accomplice, <laughs> we'll say. And you go to jail for their actions because you knew and you were complicit. And I'm just making that up. I don't know if that stands the, the legal burden, however. But you know what I'm saying? So that just opened up a whole new world to me because I'm like, oh, my God. You mean to tell me, like, because I've experienced that where others have done things and I feel like I was harmed for their actions. You know, like there was a penalty for me, for things I didn't do, which things I could not necessarily control. And yet, an <laughs> interesting thing I think about these people that do that, they hold you accountable um, for these things, okay? But they don't hold themselves accountable. Now that's where my, this teaching is gonna go from Dr. Cloud to me, because in the process of dealing with a, um, in the process of dealing with um, this law of sowing and reaping and understanding how how these things that other people sow have affected me, then I started to look at accountability. And again, I recently went back into therapy and I've been talking with um, a therapist and, you know, we talked about that. And again, you know, we talk about examples of good boundaries and we talk about examples of boundaries that need to be improved and unclear boundaries and so forth. And then, you know, she brought to me um, 
my failure, my inability um, to hold people accountable, you know? And all these things hurt, they hurt, they, they hurt because they're not the image that I see myself, you know? I, like I said, I'm the strong black woman, you know, I'm fierce, I can do all things, you know, and I can, I absolutely can, I absolutely am. But in the process, I had to know that, you know, there's some cracks in my armor. There's some very, and they're significant. And they hurt. And they leave me broken. Oh my gosh. And that's not something that I want to confess. Like, I told my girlfriend this week, I said, I'm, I'm broken. <laughs> I'm broken. It brought tears to my eyes because it's like, that's not... You know, that's not who I see myself. I mean, that's not who I want to be. That's not who I see myself as. But I had to face the reality that I'm broken. And how did this happen? Um, okay, we have to love ourselves. I have to love myself, right? I have to focus. I have to be intentional, as my friend Melody always says. Intentional about things. Um, so I have to intentionally love myself and protect myself with boundaries our fences, you know, to protect me and who Sheila is. So I remain who I am. Um, and then I have to hold folks accountable. Those folks who refuse to change, those folks who um, don't respect what I'm saying or don't respect my boundaries. Well, um, what will be your role in my life moving forward? Because I can't hurt to keep you happy. You know, I can't, I can't take the pain or blur the lines so that you're happy, yet I'm in pain or I'm broken, um, whatever that is, you know? So it's hard. It's definitely a hard road to toe. I think that's what you call it. It's, it's been hard. It is hard. It's daily, um, a daily challenge staying focused, you know, um, but that's where I am, you know, we, we've spent, shoot, it seems like it's been about 10 years we've been talking about boundaries and I still have not got it right, but I have some reinforcements in the things that, um, that I'm studying right now with Dr. Cloud and I would encourage you to um, get on board and go sign up and do the 14-day trial if you don't want to invest the money, but I think after you do the 14-day trial, you'll, you'll most likely want to invest the $9 a month. But um, so anyway, I'm working on the boundaries, strengthening that part. And now, you know, working on the accountability, you know, again, I was talking to a friend the other day and she's like, yeah, you know, you, you, you hold yourself account. You hold yourself accountable. She was telling me how I don't give myself any breaks um, with the things that I do. If I'm going to work out, if I'm going to do this, I mean, I'm determined and no matter how I feel, um, I'm going to do what I said I was going to do. There's no past for Sheila. There has been not much of a past for Sheila. It reminds me, and this has been going on, you know, I, I didn't think of that. She told me that this, just this week, a couple days ago. And I recall years ago, I was on, this is like 25 years ago. So this has been going a long time. I remember I was on jury duty for about six weeks and uh, my girlfriend and I, we met for lunch. And on this particular day, I don't know if she'll remember, I was really, really, really sick. Um, I was really sick. I just had a cold or something. 
but I didn't feel good. And, and um, but I was, I was like, oh, I gotta work out, you know, I gotta work out. I had to go to the gym at that time I was into the gym. So I had to go to the gym and I think I had just gone to the gym and I don't even recall, I don't necessarily remember the words she said, but she was just like, wow. I mean, not wild, like impressed, but just like, wow. Like you just keep going. You just don't stop, you know? When there was nothing to tell me, Sheila, you don't have to go to the gym, you know, today. And, you know, once I got, there were times when I had these two a days in, in my mind, and I'd go to the gym like twice a day. And once I got that in my head, like, like anything, like even now, once I get it in my head, this is what I'm going to do. It takes a lot to stop me. It hasn't mattered how I felt. If this is what I said I'm going to do, no matter what the circumstances are, you know, this does not matter. That's what we're going to do. This is not going to change anything. And I think that's a good characteristic in some ways, but then there's, a, but there's, there's this other part that's just not very um, forgiving or accepting um, because, hey, you may not feel good today. Maybe your knee hurts. Maybe you're tired. Maybe you didn't get any rest last night. You know, and in the past, I was like, it doesn't matter. We're going to keep, we're going to persevere. I said I was going to work out every day this week. I'm going to work out every day this week. Um, you know, I didn't, I didn't leave any wiggle room for myself. You know, and I'm, and I think in everything, even, you know, in marriage, in parenting, and um, your career, Maybe you can have some wiggle room because a lot of times I'm not the best always at communicating and maybe like, you know, my husband doesn't know well, the reason she doesn't want to do this is because she wants to go and work out at this time in the morning or whatever the case may be, you know, because I'm operating in that machine mode as opposed to, uh, you know, being sensitive to Sheila, you know, to what's really going on. And so, you know, I would encourage, and I, and I don't know if I went off topic a little bit, but I would encourage you, you know, again, as you're loving yourself, just stay focused. Um, always, always know and always hear what yourself, what you are telling yourself. Just like I told you my therapist years ago said, so what does little Sheila want? And, and I was, and I told her what little Sheila wanted, but just always, keep that in your mind because frankly it's something that i lost sight of because it didn't matter what little sheila wanted it didn't matter what big sheila wanted it was just determined sheila and this is what she wants and this is what's going to happen and um it doesn't matter how she feels it doesn't matter if her legs are breaking her hip is broken whatever the case may be i have a goal and we're going to get there and it happens mostly personally, um, but anyway, so uh, I don't know if I, I, I went off topic, but I'm just saying, you know, don't be overly, I always think I was overly dogmatic toward myself. You know, my point was just hold folks accountable, you know, in that example I gave you, you know, with my dad telling me he's not going to change. I really have, I didn't, I never really figured out how to hold him accountable. I probably just bleed, and, we, and they talked about that in Dr. Clouds. Um, it was the lizard part of your brain, the part that just does a fight or flight. So I could confront that comment, 
or I could just flee and, and, and not address it. And, you know, so I think, you know, it's something I'm working on working through and, um, and we'll and get to be determined, you know, and as, as I'm talking, I'm all these different things I'm recalling from um, the Dr. Cloud lesson because he had one to be determined when people put pressure on you and, you know, you don't have to give an answer right now. You don't have to respond. You can leave it to be determined and let it marinate, sit on it, do whatever you need to do to make it well with you, you know, because at the end of the day, if you're involved in it, then you, it has to be well with you. Okay, moms. Okay, dads. Um, okay. Uh, it has to be well with you. So recall that. Remember that. Um, okay. So another thing I don't think we talked about previously, um, you know, as things I feel like maybe over the last two years, I've gone through a serious season of change. And not because I was so um, proactive, because I wasn't, and I haven't been. But because everything was squishing me, it was squishing me to change. It was squishing me. It was, yeah, it was, <laughs> it was suffocating me, where I had no choice but to like, oh my gosh, Sheila, you know, step out, you know. And I recall telling my husband, I feel like I've been passive. And I didn't even think I was a passive person, you know, but I was like, I think I've been passive uh, for several years. And that, again, another thing, it chapped my high. Like, I look back over all these different things that I'm seeing, and it really uh, perturbs me. And, and it's nobody I'm angry with but myself. But then that's when I have to remember, forgive yourself, you know. You did some things that, looking back, you might not have done the same way if you had an opportunity. But at the same time, let it go. Release yourself, forgive yourself. So anyway, I'm in this season of change. You know, I definitely don't wanna be passive about my life. I wanna be proactive and make things happen. And what doesn't make me happy, address it and find the happy place, you know? Because I don't, I, I'm an active participant in the life of Sheila Baker. You know, I am an active participant. I am not a um, passive writer going along for the ride. And so that's something that I had to um, take ownership of. And so along the way, I started journaling. I, th I don't know if we talked about that, but I started journaling. And I find that it's, it's good for me just to uh, work through my thoughts. And it's good also for me to um, put myself in remembrance of how certain things made me feel you know, because I don't want to, some feelings I don't want to have, you know, what brought it on, uh, what was the stimulus to, to bring it on, the stimuli, um, so I can avoid those pitfalls, you know, I want to be, um, I want to learn from, maybe it's not mistakes, but from my experiences, um, like I was talking to, a, I was listening to a Bishop, Bishop Jones, and he said something, um, about things, um, experience is an expensive teacher, you know? Um, so to not learn from those expenses um, is, 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 is ridiculous to me. So I have spent so much of my life in experiences 
that were very costly to me that at this point in my life, I want to make sure that I use those experiences to guide me into what makes me happy. And, you know, I shared that with my sister, the um, expensive, experience is expensive. And she told me, her, um, my brother-in-law calls it bought sense. So I'll just, I think that's quicker to say. So with all this bought sense that I have, I certainly need to apply it, okay? So, you know, that's why I'm journaling and trying to keep myself in remembrance of different things. So I stay on the right track, okay? Because it's easy to be derailed, you know, without a doubt. Trust me, I mean, it is easy to be derailed. I have to say it again, you know, because you are not by yourself in this world and everybody has needs and they have wants and they're coming at you so at the same time you have to know what your needs are what your wants are and you have to be focused and again i'm not this is not an authority i'm pretty much giving a report okay this is this is not sheila saying she figured it out this is sheila saying okay um i read this I listened to this, I tried this, and I'm giving you the report of what was valuable to me, you know, and hopefully to some of you women out there, it will be valuable to you as well, something that you can, you know, grow from, because I think, like we said before, if you don't elevate, you'll evaporate. I'm here for the elevation. I'm here for the growth. I'm here for the Sheila 2.0, you know, or the 5.0 if it need be. You know, I'm here for that elevation. I am, you know, if there's more to life than material things, you know what I'm saying? You can have everything in the world, but not have peace and your soul, your mind, your will and emotions not be where they need to be, that they're, they're troubled. So, you know, like, like, we always say trouble don't last always. And I've never seen that in the Bible. <laughs> it's not in the Bible. If it is, send that to me. But it's a, a good old uh, Christian um, mantra that we, that we use and it's true. Trouble doesn't last always. And you know, through God's grace, um, it doesn't. And he has given us these tools and I'm saying, let's just use them my friends, <clears throat> let's just use them, ladies. Let's use them, you know, to be our best selves, our most elevated selves, you know, our most beautiful selves, inside and out. All right? Um, I think that's what I have to say today. I hope it blessed your soul. I thank you for listening. Um, you know, as I talk, talk these things through, as I speak life into it and embody it in words, it refreshes my soul and it gives me hope, you know, maybe some clarity, some direction, because those are all things that we need in this life. And so that's what the Love and Sheila, the podcast is all about, girls. It's to bring us hope, to bring us together, to bring us life, to bring us joy. You know, uh, through God's grace, we'll do it. We'll do it together. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, 
I do thank you, Lord, for blessing me, giving me this platform for whomever can use it. Um, and I thank you for joining me here on Love and Sheila, the podcast. Thank you and be well.